Hey guys, this is Nick from the Korean Atlas in History. Your support really means a lot to us and we couldn't do this show without you. But the show does take a lot of hard work and effort. If you want to support us, please check out our Patreon site or check our Facebook page for more details. But the best way you can support us is to spread the word. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the Korean Atlas and History. Each episode, we will take you on an exploration through some aspect of Korean culture, the landscape, the history, and more. Today, on the Korean Atlas and History, Korean Rivers the Ablok River. The Ablok River is known worldwide by another name, the Yalu River. The river shares a border with North Korea and China, and it is a notable river for being involved in conflicts such as the First Sino-Japanese War, the Russo-Japanese War, World War II, and the Korean War. The Ablok River is approximately 795 kilometers long making it the longest river in both North and South Korea. The name Ablok is a translation from the Chinese word Yalu. Ya translates to Ab, which is thought to be one of the upper branches of the river. Lu translates to Lok, which is thought to be one of the lower branches of the river. There is another theory about the name of the river as well, though, that instead of the translation of the upper and lower branches of the river, it's possible that the name Yalu is a Manchu word which approximates to the words duck and green. In either case, the Korean name Ablok is a simple translation of the word Yalu. The river itself flows from 2,500 meters above sea level, starting on Mount Baekdu. The river flows south to the city of Hyesan before sweeping 130 kilometers northwest to Linjiang, then it moves in a southward direction 300 kilometers more to empty into the Korea Bay between the cities of Dandong and Xinliju. The most significant tributaries of the Ablok River are the Changjin, Hochun, Doklo, Ai, and Hun rivers. In the winter, most areas of the Ablok River freeze, and then the river can be crossed on foot. The depth can vary from 1 meter in the shallowest areas to two and a half meters in deep areas. One region of the Ablok River in the northeastern coast of the Yellow Sea has been designated the Ablok River Estuary Important Bird Area. The area supports up to 20,000 water birds. Significant birds include swan geese, baikal teal, black-faced spoonbills, white-naped cranes, red-crowned cranes, and far eastern curlews. The Ablok River supports about 205 islands as well. The islands are split according to the ethnic group that was living there in 1962, as per the 1962 treaty between North Korea and China. North Korea possesses 127 of these islands, China 78. The river area is the site of the ancient kingdom of Gogoria's rise to power, starting from about 37 BC. Because of this, 
many former fortresses are located along the river. The former capital of Gogoria, Jinan, is located along the river as well, and many Gogoria-era relics can be found there. In 1388, General Yi Sung-ge decided to turn back his army southward from Weihua Island on the Ablok River toward Kaesong. This was the first in a series of revolts that eventually led to the establishment of the House of Yi, and General Yi Sung-kyung later became known as Taejo of Joseon. On September 17, 1894, during the First Sino-Japanese War, the Ablok River was the site of a large battle. The battle is known by many names including the Battle of the Yalu River, 1894, the Battle of Haiyang Island, the Battle of Dadonggu, and the Battle of the Yellow Sea. This was the largest naval engagement of the First Sino-Japanese War. The battle involved ships from the Imperial Japanese Navy and the Chinese Beiyang Fleet. The Imperial Japanese Navy won the battle, but suffered staggering losses as well. The tactics used in this battle are still studied around the world today. On May 1, 1904, during the Russo-Japanese War, another battle, also named the Battle of the Yalu River, occurred here. It was the first major land battle of the war. A short description from The War of the Rising Sun and the Tumbling Bear, A Military History of the Russo-Japanese War, 1904-1905, by R. M. Connaughton, follows. Japanese troops stormed a Russian position after crossing the river. The defeat of the Russian Eastern Detachment removed the perception that the Japanese would be an easy enemy, that the war would be short, and that Russia would be the overwhelming victor. This is also the first battle in decades to be an Asian victory over a European power, and it marked Russia's inability to match Japan's military prowess. Japanese troops proceeded to land at several points on the Manchurian coast, and in a series of engagements, drove the Russians back towards Port Arthur. From October 29th to 30th, 1950, during the Korean War, the Battle of Chongju, also known as the Battle Near to the Yellow River, took place along the river. After the North invaded the South, the United Nations Command took an offensive toward the river. The battle was fought mostly between Australian forces and the 17th Tank Brigade of the Korean People's Army. After the Australians detected a strong KPA force equipped with T-34 tanks and SU-76 self-propelled guns on a thickly wooded ridgeline astride the line of advance, the Australians launched a series of company attacks with American M-4 Sherman tanks and aircraft in support. Despite heavy resistance, the KPA were forced to withdraw and the Australians quickly captured their objectives. Yet. In the evening, the KPA was strongly reinforced and attacked the Australian southern flank. After two hours of fighting, the KPA was repulsed. The KPA then launched a furious assault against the northern position, which also failed. The following day, the Australians advanced to the high ground overlooking Chongju, and later that day, the 27th British Commonwealth Brigade cleared the town without opposition. KPA casualties were heavy. 
the Australians lost their commanding officer, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Green, during the fighting. The Ablok River on the Korean side was heavily industrialized during the period of Japanese rule from 1910 to 1945. During the Korean War, all of the bridges across the river, save one, were destroyed. The remaining bridge was the Sino-Korean Friendship Bridge, which connects Xinliju in North Korea to Dandong in China. The western area of the river became known as MiG Alley in reference to the MiG-15 fighters flown over the area in high numbers during the Korean War. It was in this area during the Korean War that the UN forces advanced towards China and Chairman Mao Zedong convinced his people that China needed to intervene in the war over fears of a U.S. invasion. Since the early 1990s, the river has been frequently used as a crossing point for North Koreans escaping into China. The Oblok River also serves as an important source of hydroelectric power, and one of the largest hydroelectric dams in Asia is the Supbung Dam on the border of the Liaoning and Pyongyang provinces. The dam was constructed by the Japanese between 1937 and 1943. It has been repaired and renovated several times, and it was even bombed three times by United Nations Command during the Korean War. It is the third largest hydroelectric power station in the world, after the Hoover Dam and the Wilson Dam. The power produced by the dam is shared evenly between China and North Korea. The national emblem of North Korea features an image of the dam. The Oblok River is also used for transportation, especially lumber. It provides fresh fish for local populations as well. The river is an important part of Korean history and Chinese history and culture as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Korean Atlas in History. Most of today's information was taken from the Namu Wiki and Wikipedia. All of our episodes can be found at koreanatlasandhistory.com. If you're wondering how you can support the show, make sure to give us a good rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, make sure to leave a comment and to tell a friend. It really helps the show. And, if you're interested in learning the Korean names of our topics, check out our Memrise tool by searching for The Korean Atlas in History on Memrise.com. We really love your support. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.